Ain't nothing worse than a smart dumb. Hey yo! Hey yo! I hope everyone has been properly warned, you know. Uh, I like the name of this podcast, especially because it says Smart Dumb Podcast, so that means yeah. I can't sound too smart or too dumb. Like, I feel like there's nice you know, area where I can fall in and not feel like an outcast for once. Yeah. So I'm grateful for the opportunity. Right. But I want everyone to be forewarned that um I have no control over the stuff that comes out of my mouth. I try to, and the more I try to control it, yeah. the less sense it makes. Okay. There it, there it is. Now they've been warned. They've been warned. I ain't zoomed out far enough actually, but like shout out to the shirt. <laughs> <laughs> shout out to the shirt. Yeah, we're gonna definitely talk about that. Um, I think we're gonna get that shot out near the end. But we can start now. But yeah, nah, nah, yeah. She gonna say what she gonna say. But I mean, you know, we hey, listen. These days, podcasts and nigga is you know uh, one and one and one in the same. So they they already pre warned. I'll be all right. I'll be all right. Anybody got a problem? Yeah. See, they're good. Exactly. <laughs> so I right, how I want to pretty much get down with this is just kind of to start off with yourself. Like like who are you and then try to you know start to turn like who you are as you know who you are as a person how to turn into what you do these days so you know first of all welcome to the uh smart dumb podcast my guest grace uh precious like, like yeah what we what we going with poets for dinner the host of poets for dinner like that's that's what we're doing so let me let you tell the people about yourself <laughs> I agree. The counselor. Go ahead, say that. I'm sorry. You know, you know, I'm easily distracted. I was listening. I promise you, I was. I can hear and read at the I same think, time. Right, right. No, of course you can. You're amazing. But story. but what did I say? Right, you was reading. I feel you. Yes. Welcome to the <laughs> welcome to the episode. Please let the people know a little bit about yourself. That's what we do. So, long story short. <laughs> Um, legally, I'm Grace Precious Love Giving. Ooh, if you look up that name in all of my books, you'll find Grace Precious Love Givens, aka me. You uh -huh. feel me? Speaking of books, I have three of them. Ooh, um, two poetry, one uh, children's book. I'm actually in the process of working on getting the like, I finished three more books, right? But I'm in the process of editing it, and for me, that's the longest part because, like, I'm very, well, I'm not a perfectionist, but I'm just always like, no, this sounds better. Mm -hmm. And I always end up rewriting the book like three, four times before I'm just like, okay, fine. But anyway, focus. So, yes, legally on Grace Precious Love Givens. Um, stage name Grace Love, so you might have heard that more often. And yes, I am the CEO, founder, head chef, uh, brains behind Poets for Dinner, sure. which is a nonprofit here in Baltimore where we specifically pride ourselves on how much we can give away for free and i'm talking about free food free hugs free love free compliments um it's a free open mic for you to express yourself so you can have free dumb <laughs> expression and the whole idea is that i personally believe oppression leads to depression 
which leads to all the other shit that happens, okay? Including the crimes, including the insult, including just having nasty people in the world. Mm -hmm. You know, I feel like if you have a space, a platform to get whatever you got on your chest out, it's less likely that you're going to take it out on somebody else in any way, shape, or form. So there's that premise, and it's also the premise that we're more alike than we are separated. Like, we we see each other at face value a lot of times. We're like, okay, yes, I'm a woman, you are a man. You know, I'm gay, you're straight. And we're like, oh, we're separated. And it's like, hold up, wait. We both right. We both eat food. We both, you know, want to be seen. We want to be heard. We want to be felt. We want to exist in the world and not feel alienated because we already exist. Right. You know, it's not even like we're trying to be something else. It's not like we're trying to put on this character. We are who we are. But a lot of times we're alienated because we are who we are. So there's that premise. Um, I feel like that was still pretty long, though. Like, yeah. I tried to make a long story short, but yeah. I feel like that was still pretty long. Um, Damn it. But you know what? Now, all that, all that needs to be shared, though. Like, that's because that's just like, definitely, I didn't really know about the books. We're going to talk about the books. One thing, what you just said, though, uh, as far as like, yeah, you know, how we, it's too much, you know, too many labeling, too much, you know, separation, things like that. Like, I was at the, uh, I, I was just this week listening to Isaiah Rashad. Um, whole album and then the very next day was you know the whole i guess leak tape or whatever um and now all of a sudden like apparently it's supposed to matter because that man you know his sexual orientation like what are we doing why what are we doing why doesn't why does it matter the niggas not i could say niggas right I, the niggas we'll find right <laughs> i think if you as long as you don't say it like 72 times you're okay you feel me? And no hard R's, right? No hard R's. But, <laughs> but, like, people act like it devalues a person's skill or creativity or value just because they like something different. Right, right. You know, realistically, people were still enjoying the artwork. People were still enjoying, uh, for example, um, <laughs> clothing and stuff. A lot of people like them top-line clothing and stuff. They kick out the thousands of dollars for them shirts and stuff only to find out that the, the creator was gay. And it's not like they stopped buying the stuff. They continue to buy it because it doesn't, you know, dictate what they get produced in the world. So, yeah. That's so crazy, though. But, yeah. <laughs> right. Nah, that's the fact. So I'm glad you, you brought that. And, I, I mean, it's really a good, you know, it, I, it's a good premise and, it, you know, and we need we need more energy like that because it's very, very easy conflict. It's easy uh, division and, and derisiveness is, is very, very easy. Um, you know, it's not easy. It's writing a book and you wrote three of them and got three in the chamber. That's I did not know that at all. So, like, please. So the ones that are already existed, like, what was the um, order of them? Like, there's two poet books and a children's books. So what was the chronological order? So the first one that came was Paperless Poetry. That was my first published book ever. Um, that was like my little Hail Mary. I had to get it out, see if I could do it. I accomplished a goal. And I was like, well, damn, let me do it again. Right. The second one is my children's book. Um, that's called Three Kings and the Mouse. Uh, it's based on the story that I used to um, tell when I was working with children to help, like, the slow kids or the kids who uh, always felt as though they couldn't do the activity. You know, you always got some kid who has some kind of excuses why they can't participate. So right. this is my participation story. Like, no, you ain't got no excuse. If this mouse can do it, you can do it too. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I wrote that, and that's actually written in English and Yoruba. Yay us, you know, because we got to do stuff. <laughs> 
And my third book is um, a sequel to the first one. So this was Paperless Poetry 2 and Artist Addiction. Okay. This one, the poetry is mostly center. Like the first one, like I said, is the Hail Mary. So you get a little bit of everything. Um, even the chapters are actually named after myself, Grace, Precious, Love, and Givens. Because each chapter is supposed to represent that part. However, Paperless Poetry 2 was specifically geared towards anybody who's fighting like an addiction. And not just like drug addiction, but like food addiction, um, alcohol, sex, whatever. It really kind of touched bases on all of those because during the time I wrote that, I was in transition of becoming healthier, trying to lose weight, trying to uh, secure employment, <laughs> which, you know, a lot of places, they drug test. So it's like, oh, I, I give it up. So all of that fun stuff. Um, and like the first one was dedicated to my father, children's book was dedicated to my nieces and nephews the mm -hmm. third one was dedicated to my um now ex-wife <laughs> but the coming book like the very next coming book is actually dedicated to my mom because it actually has a lot of poetry that she helped me write in there oh, um nice. my mom herself wasn't a poet mm -hmm. however she used to say a lot of poetic shit <laughs> you know like it just be off the fly like she would say a whole lot of crazy random like if you know my mom you know She'd say whatever the fuck she want. Mm -hmm. But every now and again, you would just get these glimpses of like, dang, that could be poetry, you know? And mm -hmm. I kind of stole them from her. <laughs> nice, nice. That's what's up, though. That's what's up. So that, so that one, you feel like, is the next one in the, in the list in the order? Indeed, indeed, indeed. Um, and this one is actually, it's going to have poetry in it, but it's more like a self-help book. Mm -hmm. um, it's called Grace Rules. I've been writing this one specifically for the last I want to say three years um mm -hmm. someone had actually gave me the idea because they was like yeah you need to write a book called grace rules and let people figure it out I'm like figure out what they're like what is meant by grace rules like are they your set of rules like are you saying that you rule whatever and I was like yeah that's a dope concept mm -hmm. so what I did was I took it and I did an experiment on myself okay so like for the last and I, I know it sounds crazy right but for the last couple of years, I decided to do something radical and actually invest time and energy into myself. Okay. Like, I'm I'm really good at giving. I'm really, really great at burning myself out for other people, other jobs, and other things. But when it comes to myself, I can come up with a hundred excuses. Oh, I can't lose weight because I don't have time. Oh, I can't, you know, uh, read this book because I ain't got time. All the excuses. So I decided to throw them away. And... The book itself is kind of like a reflection of that and my advice to other people while they're going through that process. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. No, that is very powerful because that's very relatable to a lot of people. There's always sometimes on the positive side and sometimes as, you know, just, a, you know, just to deflect from their own. But either way, people have a lot for others, a lot to say, whether it's encouraging you know the the ones that mean well are the ones that are always talking shit about somebody else you need to do this why y'all didn't do that if i would and it's like now nah, in either direct in either situation like yeah find that mirror you know worry about self first and so for you and in your case and, and the people similar to you like yeah it's definitely noble and it's wonderful and like a lot of people you know really fuck with you and appreciate you i'm one of them for how much unselfish it's that you know that exists and that you embody but if you wear yourself out then you can't do that for everybody you know what I'm saying? you know that's that, the truth. 
Yeah, Jay-Z, I can't help the poor if I'm one of them. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, start, start within and then let that piece, you know, flow out to everybody else. So I'm glad you have that realization. I'm glad you're implementing it, too, even more important. Because one thing, again, to say what everybody should do. But to actually, right. actually be getting it done. No, that's good. It's very good. Yeah, salute to the comment there. Absolutely. I missed it. Wait. I missed the comment. Okay. You know what? It's Thank a, you. Okay, there you go. Yes, yeah, barely. I see you. That's my boo, y'all. Y'all just don't understand. That's my boo. She used to come to Pose for dinner all the time, too, right? But mm -hmm. then she moved. And, well, before she moved, she ended up having, like, a stroke, right? But the thing is, she's so magnificent. Like, she explains how her brain uh, started to function where she could um, only... I'm, I'm probably saying it wrong, but at one point in time, she could only, like, write in pictures. Like... She see the pictures and stuff, and she'll be able to write. Well, you know, whereas though some people, I think she became all right brain or all left brain. One of them controls okay. pictures and one controls words. Whichever right. one it was, she became that side first. You, you understand? And she slowly started getting back. Now, mind you, before her accident, she was, and I believe she still is, you know, slam champion and all that stuff, right? So she had to literally reteach herself how to talk, reteach herself how to perform, reteach herself how to write and all that stuff. So. I'm sorry, I had to shout you out, boo. Love you, and I appreciate all of that love that you just gave me because you're my boo thing, and I'm sorry. But right. yeah, back right. to focus. I told y'all, y'all know me. <laughs> I'm right, you freestyle and just throw, you know, do like they do, just throw right words. So by the way, so let's go. What was that? Two weeks ago, the uh, your January post for dinner. So that was a freestyle. Completely. Wow. Completely. And when I read, listen, I said that I had to run it back myself. I was like, yo, that sounds so dope. I need to like really memorize that shit because that was so dope. I, and what was so crazy is because I kept trying to perform memorized pieces that night, but I could not get them out whatsoever. Right. I do remember that too. <laughs> and then meanwhile, this one just like, hey, that's what needed to happen. That's the, That was what needed to be shared. Yeah, because that one flowed as, like, I really, I think it was at the end. Like, at the end, somebody else was like, yo, she just really freestyled that whole time. I'm like, it was just so smooth the whole time. Like, that was crazy. That was crazy. Let's talk about that. Like, uh, what? Uh, where did the performance, you know, kind of, like, I just feel like, so you as a kid, like, I, was this you or were you quiet, of, you know, quiet as a kid and then it released or just you've always been kind of consistently like an entertainer for peers? Like, what? Now, this is what's so funny, right? It's because I'm still quiet now. I'm only <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm only like this for other people. Like, <laughs> I feel you. I'm laughing, but I feel you. I'm proud. <laughs> like I'm, I, all right. This is what I mean, okay? You know, most people, when you got in trouble, right, what did your parents do? Tell you, do what? Go to your room. Right. Right? Okay. You're grounded. No TV, no nothing. Right. My parents punished me by telling me to go outside. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> For real, they said, put the books up. Go outside. Stop writing. Go outside. Grace, one of these days you're gonna have you're gonna have to do something other than the nuisance that you're doing. Cause I I will write on everything. Like I would write on my pants, shirt, bus ticket, walls. It did not matter. If I had to do it, it had to come out. You feel me? And I was perfectly fine. I would be in my room for days, weeks, months at a time with no words to no one. And would have been happy. And so out of punishment, I would have to go outside. Like, my mom would literally push me outside, lock the door. And I'm like, well, what am I supposed to do? She's like, I don't care. Film some steps until some kids come and play with you or something. I don't know. But get out. 
And I'm like, but what if somebody snatches me? She's like, if you let somebody snatch you, you probably needed to go. I like, <laughs> <laughs> like, it was hard. It was hardcore for me, okay? Right. Kids, kids, I, I, I growing up and kids growing up, my, my, my daughter is not the same. I love it, though. I love those stories. You know what I'm saying? No, for it, and then it was even worse because you know back then we didn't have social media and stuff right. like that, right? So you had no idea what anyone was doing. Mm -hmm. When you get kicked out the house, you're literally walking around the neighborhood trying to find everybody bikes and hoping <laughs> you run into somebody that you actually want to play with, or else you're stuck playing with Tommy, who you don't really fuck with, but he's the only kid available, but you don't want to be bored, you know? Right, right, yep. We know, we know. Either y'all, either y'all know knew what Tommy or you were the Tommy. But we listen. We not trying to open our own. <laughs> that's, that's a whole nother path of travel, right? <laughs> but no, so it's like in my mind though, and and I always said this because we watch TV. I'm like, Mom, I'm gonna be on TV one day, and I'm gonna do this. We're gonna go here, and I'm gonna be famous. For talking. That's why I always kept saying I was going to be famous for talking. Even when it came to, like, an like kid, kid, like, three, four years old and stuff, you know, the kids play with the toys, and they be, like, action heroes, fight, fight, whatever. Me? No, I was making business phone calls, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, so, yeah, we're flying to Paris tomorrow because we have a show in Vegas. It didn't make sense at the time, but it made sense to me. But, but I'm like, yeah, we got a show in Vegas, so we're flying to Paris. Craziness, okay? Craziness. I didn't know geography at the time, all right? All right. But even right. Then, point being, in my mind, I was always going to be, like, known for uh, my words, but I wasn't actually performing or doing any of the things to help me get known for my words <laughs> until my adult life. Okay. And then, like, as a grown-up, it became easier. Like, I did hit my first open mic when I was a teenager, okay. but even then, I was just hidden not as, like, a performer. I was just hidden as, like, oh, my gosh, I'm sneaking out the house. I'm doing something rebellious. <laughs> you. Yeah. you know. Okay. And okay. I'm like, and it's a place with words, and my mom told me I wasn't even allowed to write anymore, so. <laughs> yeah, you know, I was a rebel. Okay. <laughs> I feel that. I feel that. Now, how long have you been in, um, in Baltimore? Uh, well... Technically speaking, okay, okay. my whole life, technically okay. speaking. Okay. But this is my performance-wise. I've been performing in Baltimore since I was 14. And okay. I think <laughs> that's about uh, a good 18 years now. Okay, okay. Y'all yeah. can do math if y'all trying to figure out how old I am. But, right. yeah. Just right. <laughs> threw that out there, right, right. Um, did you... Um... So the so your beginning so the open mic that you're talking about, uh, the first one you hit was out this way. Yeah, okay. yeah, it was the conversation um hosted by a guy named Elifo at MC, okay. and it was, I mean, of course it was it blew my mind because it was the first open mic I went to, right? Right, right. But it was amazing because the way the platform was set up is each artist would perform and the audience had a chance to ask the artist questions immediately. Right, and, conversation. That's right, right. And even if you didn't have um, uh, questions, you could give compliments, you know, all of that. And it was just always great. And if you didn't have nothing at all, the host will come up with a question himself to start the conversation amongst the audience. Right. And like, it will literally like the flyer could say eight the I don't know, 8 to 10 or something, right? But the shit would go on forever because 
conversation, right? <laughs> no, that's not a no, no, nobody's no good open mic. Well, okay, a good open mic has to know how to cut it off, but no good open mic is probably even the ones that they actually ended 11. No, it was like 10 58. Like, nah, for real, we got the, the building's about to kick us out, whether that's true or not. It sounds good, it's like a good, you know, uh, um, uh, bell to be like, all right, I think it's about time. I should probably go home and get ready for work. Tomorrow. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So, like, nah, all, like, open mics stay running over. Um, I don't know how many times, even if the official event has ran over, I'm still chatting it up with, you know, with friends, with other poets, and it's like, yeah, man. Again, I should go. Cause, Grace, why why don't anybody else run their open mics on the weekend? Why is Wednesday? I, I keep, I'm going to keep asking to somebody give me, why is Wednesday so popular? Why is the weeknight so popular? Why we don't like, you know, a time where somebody can, because it's going to run late. So, can I please go home on a day I can wake up, you know, late? It's not at 6 o'clock go to work late. Help me out, please. What's up? I, I can't speak for other things, okay? But from what I've seen in Baltimore, yeah. okay? Weekends are very, very hard to do, especially in Baltimore, mm. because we are a college city, and we have a whole lot of parties, partying and parties to compete with, you know? Yeah. So it's like Monday through Thursday is a lot easier to get an open mic or get an event to go through because no one's going out to the club then. No one's, you know, really concerned about getting that fucked up. Right. But Friday through Sunday, first thing that everybody's brain goes to is, I just got paid. It's Friday night. <laughs> <laughs> you know, right. like, let's go to the club of getting right. You feel me? Right. I the or they trying to get some, whatever, you know. Um, fortunately for me, though, I took the challenge of taking Sundays for, for multiple reasons because, number one, even though People got to go to work usually on Monday. Most of the times, especially because the last Sunday of the month is normally a holiday. Like, the following day is the holiday. So most people, they're not going to end up going to work the right. next day. Right. So I kind of lucked up on that. Um, initially, I used to do the third Sunday, and that one literally left me, like, on the day of a holiday. Mm -hmm. So it was perfect then. But now I, I get lucky every now and again. Okay. But um, Saturdays, a lot of people like to do, like, concert events more so because that's better for date night. Mm -hmm. You know, um, open mics, I don't care how big your audience is, 90% of your audience is going to be other open micers. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, people who come with the intention to perform. So you're actually, like, catering towards them versus the weekend is towards the audience. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. In my opinion. You know, it's no fact. Right. <laughs> no I'm real gonna... science, but just from what yeah. I've seen. You that, know. Makes that makes sense. That makes sense. And I mean, yeah, no. And, and as far as right now, I feel you, um, you know, as far as that's not a single shade, at not a single other um, platform. It's actually love. Like, I love going to them, but it's like, damn, they out of, out of, you know what I'm saying? Trying to figure out how to, <laughs> how to code this stuff. I'm like, damn. But, you know, I, I, I that definitely makes sense. It definitely uh, makes sense. What, um, just in general, kind of like, what are some standouts or just some experience as you've navigated the open mic community just locally? Like, you know, kind of what, you know, what, like, you know, shout out to the, to the, to your man, you know, the, the art of conversation. I never heard it. I like that, by the way. I like when, you know, I, I get together and have conversations with artists from wherever and they show, pay homage to, what we have before us because 
that's like that's one thing that's great about poetry like that's almost you know it's almost mandatory i've seen sometimes you try to lose sight of that but people are really like nah i'm whatever you feel like with me you know x y over here like they're the only reason i do what i do so just you know i just want to give you a platform and don't um don't try to name everybody you feel me like <laughs> we're gonna get that out the way like she's not naming only the people that matter you just telling you know a little story <laughs> Only name the people that matter. Oh, like, no. yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> you know, blue lives matter. Ain't that what they say? Like, <laughs> like, no, 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 not even blue. No, they say no, all lives matter. Ain't that what they say? They say all lives matter. Like, hold up, ain't nobody say they didn't. And if all lives matter, don't that include black lives? Like, yeah. that's the point. Like, yeah. isn't that the fucking point? Okay, so anyway. Like, all mics matter. Like, yeah. yes, that's the point. All yeah. mics do matter. So let's talk about the ones who we haven't heard about in a minute. Like, but no, um, in my experiences, uh, some of my standout moments, well, mics or whatever, besides the art of conversation was uh, Warm Wednesdays. Um, that was one of the longest running open mics in the country. Fuck Baltimore, fuck Maryland, like in the country. Mm -hmm. um, if I'm not mistaken, they just celebrated Dang, last year they had celebrated, I want to say, 16 or 17 years. Okay, wow. wow. You know, and that's a great accomplishment because they was going every, every, every single Wednesday. Um, They had stopped a couple years ago, but needless to say, it was a great event or not. Um, you know the song Cheers, like the, the, the theme song like from the Cheers? Theme. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, right. but every, that's how one Wednesdays was, okay? And they were crazy enough to let me stand at the door and hug people. <laughs> and I don't know why I was crazy enough to want to hug people, but I did. And they let me, and it made it even warmer. So I was just grateful because it's not too many places that will embrace something as weird as that. Like, let's be real. That's something weird. Somebody come up to you like, so, hey, do you mind if I hug people at your door? <laughs> like, yeah, I just want to give people hugs and compliments when they come in. He's like, sure, why not? <laughs> you know. So there's that. Um, another great one. Oh, so many. Storytellers. Okay. Now, storytellers only want to want in physical presence. Okay. Okay. Now it's an older oh well, yeah, it's an older open mic. And it was one of the original open mics of Baltimore as well. Um, I personally found it from YouTube before I found it in person. And, like, you want to talk about, like, people going live before we had Instagram and Facebook Live and stuff like that. They've been putting out great material. Mm -hmm. They were been recording their sets. They was been, you know, posting it for everyone to find. And that's how other, like, artists like myself even discovered that there was poetry in Baltimore. Mm -hmm. You okay. know? Okay, okay. So it's like, you have that. And... Last but not least, um, just because I don't want to monopolize all the time on the subject, but um, definitely Poetry Party. And the reason why I say Poetry Party is because they have taken, I don't want to say a fucked up situation, but a fucked up situation and turned it into straight gold. Like, I'm not saying that they was because they were, they was already doing well before COVID hit. Right. But once COVID hit and their live stream, because of how efficient their live stream is and how clear, precise and great their their video videography. Yes, that's the word. Videography is. Oh. 
it, it completely transformed everything. It allowed access to, to a whole world of people who didn't have access to it before, you know? And they kind of give me warm Wednesday feelings again because, you know, it's a Wednesday. You get to get drunk. You get to hear some poetry, dance a little bit with a good DJ, you know? And so I like stuff like that because I feel like we as human beings, we're dual-spirited. Yes, we can be conscious and, and you know, fuck the power. I mean, fight the power and all that stuff, right? But at the same time, we could also want to get drunk and want to twerk. And I feel like that gives the best of both worlds. Because yeah. I definitely be in there twerking. <laughs> right. right. Oh, boy. Right. No, no. Big salute. No, Poetry Party straight up, you know, hands down is my favorite. I'm open my guy here. Like, it's just like, that's that's kind of, I've, I've, they, I've adopted them as my home. I don't know if they know it or not. Keith might not have uh, known that. But, like, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> so, but not the whole thing. Just so you know, you know, just in case you got confused, that was my home. I just want you to know. <laughs> right, right. Very, very much so. So now, yeah, big salute to them. I love what they're doing, um, definitely. But, no, that's good. Now, can you describe, if you can describe, like, what is your poetry style? And has it, you know, and, and if it's changed, if you remember how it's changed? Um. My poetry style has definitely changed over the years because at first I was really addicted to using other people's voices instead of mm -hmm. my own. Like, you know, I wanted to read like Maya Angelou. I wanted to read like Love the Poet, all of the, you know, great and stuff. And then I realized that niggas did not fuck with my shit because it sounded like everybody else. <laughs> so now my poetry style is more so uh... A nice fusion of my favorite people, but with a highlight and spotlight on Grace. Mm -hmm. And like not just me, Grace, but Grace as in um, the extension of kindness, the extension of uh, divine favor, the extension of having mercy on someone who isn't perfect. Mm -hmm. You know, every time I perform, sometimes I make mistakes on, pur on purpose because I don't like the idea that I, especially at open mic now if it was a paid performance oh i'm gonna try to make sure it's uh, uh, but at open mic i'll make mistakes on purpose because i feel like people forget it's an open mic we're, we're all human beings we're all you know trying to just express our, well most of us are just trying to express ourselves some of us are out here trying to sell books but reality is most people just want to get it off their chest right. and i just want people to feel comfortable so i try to make sure people and myself feel comfortable in all realms of it. Okay. Nah, that's fair. I like your questions. You all serious and stuff? Hey, y'all. Side note, because I didn't even address this fact, right? Because oh. this, like, I have to do it now because, like, he got the serious face on. He asking great questions, and he's so compelling and inviting. But I need y'all to understand. That's my baby for all of y'all. And... Well, I was like, I'm not even going to get a couple Because we have metaphorical children, all right? <laughs> Meta... Four, Rick uh -huh. and Kevin, okay? All four of them. And <laughs> they're amazing children because they, you know, they're great with words. They're smart. You feel me? We don't have to feed them, clothe them, or anything because they don't really exist. But <laughs> <laughs> they're amazing. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to be honest, I was really, really nervous about coming on because I was like, I don't know what we're going to talk about. And I feel like you don't understand how random my brain is. But 
I'm enjoying these questions because it's allowing me to be random but focused at the same time. It's like you was ready for me. You was ready. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you swore, like, I don't know why you thought, like, and you haven't even really been cussing nothing crazy for real. Like, yeah, but nah, this was, I, I, this was gonna, it had, it had no choice but to be funny. Like, I knew it was going to. So, yeah, so definitely, um, salute. Um, so, yeah, yeah, I, uh, I really and I really didn't know about the books, so I'm glad. And this is like stuff like that. We have these conversations. It happens with everybody. We have conversations, and I always learn something new, like on the spot. So I got to pivot, be prepared to pivot off of whatever the uh, pre-planned, you know, situation was. You know what I mean? So, nah, real cool though. So, now nah, let's definitely just uh, talk about. So first of all, shout out, like, shout out to Carolyn, because Carolyn is the one is is the, is the bridge. Yeah. Yes, that's my boo. That is my boo. I love Carolyn. Like, let me tell you. Like, I know you did not ask, but I'm going to tell you. <laughs> so, one of the reasons why I really, really fucking love her yeah. is because no matter what, she does exactly what she says. Okay? And fact. if she's not going to do it, she won't say it. Mm -hmm. And she has literally been one of the only people I've met in my life who I can honestly say that about. Mm -hmm. And she was there that she said, when she first met me, she's like, Grace, I love all of this. I love it. I love you. And I'm going to support you and make sure all of my friends know. And you you know how many times you hear that on the day. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, it's like the more they say it, the more you're like, okay, yep, yep. Yeah, cap. The cap is going bigger. Nah, I feel you know me. And then I had the art retreat and she showed up with four people. <laughs> and even before that, she, she'll show up to post for dinner with brand new people like almost every time. She's like, oh yeah, girl, this is my friend from high school or my friend from work or my friend from my writing group. And I'm like, oh my gosh, how many friends do you have? Thanks. Thanks. Yep. Yep. 100%. So I mean, you know, yeah. So the we will definitely talk the uh, writer's retreat, but I feel like it was a few months before is when it even started. I started hearing about you, you know, knowing that she, I think she's the reason I knew about Poetry Party, but she would also mention, you know, there's Grace's post for dinner, she comes and cooks and all that. So, like, one day I finally made it to a show when I got to, um, you know, when I got to get food from you, and we had, like, a, you know, just a very, just kind of gen generic, general conversation. You were doing your thing at the open mic, I was someone that was there. That's your personality. We would, we know we had a conversation. Um, a little bit later, because she was there, but like I don't know, she was she was here, she was there. But a little bit later was like when we actually got to interact directly. And then I decided I was gonna go to the um, you know, the retreat as well. So then, like actually putting the logistics together, that's when you and I really got to know each other. And of course, that is its own uh, adventure. <laughs> Hey, he actually offered, not offered, he helped me. He didn't even let me open no doors. He didn't let me carry nothing. He helped me, y'all. Y'all know how I feel about help. It's such a dirty, such a dirty word. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you got me pregnant metaphorically. <laughs> I need to know why why are you like that? I had to tell I had to tell you about yourself on the last post for dinner. I said, I'm just watching you just lift. Walk, I said, carry one more thing and don't even ask me to help. Just, just, just do it one more time. Just try it. Just try it. Like, why? It, was it like one of those, like you know, and let and let a couple people that drop the ball enough times I'm over it? Like, what, what, why, what, why is it? What is this? What is it about? 
I have uh, a very weird reason, okay? Okay. I'm 125,000% convinced that my brain is broken, okay? Um, <laughs> because when I was growing up, I used to call my mom dad and call my dad mom. Like, in my mind, the roles was reversed. Okay. And I'm so used to being around strong women, my aunt, mom, grandmother, like my grandmother alone, okay? <laughs> this woman carried a gun, a brick, and a knife in her purse. <laughs> okay? <laughs> Wow. She was ready for anything. Actually, yeah. Okay, so it's like when you come from women like that, it's kind of hard to be like, "Oh, I'm soft and fragile. Come rescue me!" When everyone's like, "No, why are you being lazy?" Like that, that's just it's like you just being lazy. <laughs> like you got two arms, you got two legs, you just being lazy, right. you know. And then when I was in fucking high school, right, I had a weight training class, and this is really, really like. I'm going to be honest, this is what put the icing on top of the cake. And it was like me and a couple other girls. The other girls was in there because they wanted to be, you know, fresh with the boys. Yay them. Me, I wanted to be in there because I wanted to go up against the boys. Okay? Especially because the boys kept saying girls couldn't lift. I, in my mind, was determined to prove to them not only could I lift, but I could lift more than them to the point where I got to the point I was bench pressing 250 pounds. Easily. But Keep in mind, at the same time, I was weighing about 275. So my mind was like, if I could bench press 250, I'll be able to lift my, I'll be able to lift myself up off of the ledge. Like if if my car ran off of the ledge and I had to pull myself out, like I told y'all, I told you, my brain is broken. I think of worst case scenarios, okay? So I was like, I have to be able to at least lift myself. So I was bench pressing 250, and at the time, all the boys, all that they could bench press was 225. So I got to be, you know, get my name up on the wall, got the stunt in front of them, and proved that I was better than everybody. So after all of that, it's kind of hard to like just be in a situation where I'm like, all right, this guy get moved or this guy get done, and I'm just like, all right, I'm gonna wait for somebody to come and ask for help. When I'm like, shit, I'm not doing shit. Let me go ahead and grab it. Right. You know, right. especially because everything else is light compared to 250 fucking pounds. That's a fact. <laughs> That's a fact. That's right. Oh, oh, Carolyn joined at some point. <laughs> yeah, yeah, salute, salute. Um, all right, all right. You know, and you know, it's funny, and I'm gonna put her out there. So, it, um, you know, <laughs> so when she asked me um about the upcoming, you keep jumping around. We don't actually see now. I'm doing. We're both doing the thing because it's supposed to be just like a. Post, uh, you know, artist retreat like promotion or whatever, but we'll get there. We'll get there. We don't keep jumping around. I mean, come on. It, we got time. Plenty of time. Yeah, yeah we'll, we'll do it. So you know, so so I've been I've been pressuring. What's up, Carolyn? I've been pressuring her because it's like she needs to be there, but she's like really saying no. I got the other scenario. You know, I got my other birthday plans, and I respect it. So that one day when she asked about the details. I told her, I'm like, oh, yeah, we got one. And as soon as I answered her question, she was like, no, I'm actually asking for a friend. But even if that ends up right, even if that ends up being a case, which I'm holding out, I don't believe it. But that would be another example where she's finding somebody else for you to support you. Like, that's just what she's been on. Oh, she said, don't do it. All right, I'm. <laughs> but, Carolyn, you got to understand. 
you don't understand, but you got to understand how much okay. you are loved and appreciated, and how much your presence will be loved and appreciated, and how much you know people enjoy yeah. the art that you contributed yeah. and the dynamic of having your perspective in place. Okay, not to mention we're going to Atlanta, so it's not like you're going to travel anyway for your birthday. You might as well travel with people who are going to make sure you have a great time, all expenses included. We're going to different open mics and everything. Like I know last time I had you know us locked away at the the hotel, you know, like out there and get out land. You feel me? But this time we're going to actually see other people. Okay, we're going to see other people. Hilarious. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, nah, nah, nah. So nah, she, you know, we got. I mean, we gonna talk shit the whole rest of the time. You know what I'm saying? If you do go with Solo, if you don't go with Solo, but we are gonna pressure you just so you know that. Just so you know. So, so let me, so let me do that. Let me, let me put that out there for the for the audience before what I'm gonna repost. So, um, she, uh, Carolyn is going back to her open mic called CJ's Place. So uh, the next one. Fact. So the next one coming up is uh, Friday, uh, February 18th. Uh, I am humbled to be able to be the host on that one. So I'm looking forward to that. That's going to be fun. And then she's going to run it back the very next week. Yeah, I love to say that. And, um, and on top of that, on that one, it's scheduled to have one of our other good friends from our writing group coming in from New York. So, uh, yeah, shout out. Salute the cast. Uh, um, Queen Warrior with a book and all that. We're gonna talk about all that. So yeah. So um, that look though, that's love. Yeah, no, that's a fact. That's a fact. That's a fact. Do you feel like so? Yeah, this coming Friday and the next Friday, you feel like uh, you can make an appearance on either one. Putting you on the spot. (laughs) Maybe for don't do it. Don't do it. I everybody keeps saying don't do it. Right. That's what right, right. It's like, don't do it. And you're just doing it today, huh? You yeah, just said, fucking yeah. do it all. Well, Carolyn, just uh, try it. No pressure, all pressure. You deserve right, it. Right. That's your shit. All just aside, right? I, I believe I should be able to make it to this Friday. Mm-hmm. Um, Hopefully, I'm not dead tired because lately I've been working three jobs. Mm. Like, like I, my day starts <laughs> at 4 30. And normally doesn't end until about eleven, like me coming in the house at eleven. Wow. Yeah. Okay, and that's so I can afford to eat and feed people at the same time. Right. 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 Like, it's hard this is something that they don't, they don't tell you about the process of divorce and stuff. And you didn't even warn me or none none of that. I just want you to know this too. I'm sorry, right. Going going from having a two income household to one income. It gets real, real fucking thing. That's real life. That is very true. That is very true. You know why I didn't have no... Is yours finalized? No, not yet. I'm oh, working. I'm working on it. I'm yeah, working yeah. on it. That's, that's, what <laughs> that's what I was about to say. This whole... My whole... I, I like to promote positivity and shout everybody else out, but fuck PG County Court System. It's three years now. I've been mad. I've been trying... We've been trying to get divorced longer than we was... Well, I guess we still married, but Belanda, we was like active and happily married. So like, right, 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 right. actively what, what married, my, right, right, yeah. like that, actively married. Yeah, like, how can I, you know, I, you know, I, I, I don't really. What can I tell you? <laughs> how the fuck? How the fuck? And the shit that killed me was, and no one warned me about this either. It's the fucking car insurance thing. 
Like, if you try to take them off, <laughs> if you try to take them off before you have to renew your policy, they try to increase your shit. Yeah. I'm like, wait, what do you mean? No, no. no. They're like, because you're still technically married. No, bitch. No. No. <laughs> Fuck that. Sorry. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying my best to make it. I believe I should be off on Friday, like right. my second job. Okay. No, my third job. My second and my third job. I believe I'm off on Friday. Okay, if you do so, so if you show, do not be showing up with no food. You are a guest for that one. Okay, don't be coming inside up. Why cook for y'all? Don't do that. Don't do. Don't make no promises. Promise you, like we're, I'm trying to help you not be exhausted. We're not putting you on. On the, uh, we're not trying to give you a fourth job on Friday, okay? <laughs> so it just it will be your fault if you do if you run yourself ragged. It won't be because nobody said we really need. You. Right. It's like, let the record so, show. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right, 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 right. It's on Instagram. You know what I'm saying? Recorded, saved, and exported <laughs> to Russia and China. It's all good though. So, <laughs> So, all right, let's go ahead and, and, and talk about the wonderfulness, the excellence that was this very first um, retreat so that, you know, so that we can get some new people to join up and they know what they can expect. Um, so you set it up. This was Ocean City. Personally, that was actually my first time ever being uh, in Ocean City. So salute to that. Really? Yeah, that was part of the draw. It's like, you know, I've, people been talking about this, you know, this part. Let me go, you know, let me see what's up. So that was that. Um, and yeah, just seeing, you know, feeling, having an idea that, you know, like again, Carolyn really, you know, was, was, uh, really, you know, a fan of this or pushing this. And I felt like, nah, I just, you know, I still was pretty new to you, but like, I was like, nah, this is going to be, this is going to be fun. But like, for me, I knew two people and it was the, you know, it was Carolyn and the other, you know, individual that she, or one of the other individuals she brought it. So my man. Don't forget, we had other people she brought, okay? Yeah, yeah, right. And I was I was new to them, too, right? So, yeah, <laughs> Chef, Chef and Carolyn was the only people I knew when I showed up to a, to a location where it was in, ultimately, like, 13 to 15 of us total. Yeah. 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 So, now, that was beautiful. From my experience, from my, you know, perspective, it was wonderful. So, let me just, you know, like, what was some of this, speak on it, you know, some of the setup, some of how it executed, all that. Okay. First off, I am so grateful for that affirmation that you enjoyed yourself, like, sincerely. Because, um, in my opinion, nothing went the way it was supposed to go, you but it went better. Like, I yeah. don't know how to explain it. Somehow it was better than I imagined, even though we didn't do none of the things that I wanted us to do. <laughs> um, we did, like, modified versions of some of the stuff, but, the, like, if you saw my binder and how like planned I had everything and how like I was like you know at 8 o'clock we're going to do this and 9 o'clock we're going to do this and it was none of that and I'm grateful for it because it was really really um relaxing y'all was so wonderful like so 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 wonderful so um what made it so great for me was that we each night we ended up doing something different right. you know we had a good night we had our uh which was really fun because we got to get to know each other a lot better, you know, find out some very interesting information <laughs> about some people, you know, I had no idea that right. some people were in the BDSM and stuff like that. And I'm like, whoa, oh, right. 
That's all we got to do. <laughs> That's all we had to do. Um, we had great workshops, like, that, that were interactive, you know. And I really feel like our um, release and receive exercises, definitely helped out a lot like not just on the trip but in life in general because like it was a lot of stuff that we was around the circle saying yeah I want to manifest this I would like this in my life and as soon as we got back I can't speak for a whole bunch of people but for myself and the people who have confirmed it for me like as soon as we got back it was like damn something or somebody was listening because this happened this happened and this happened it's like I don't know what you put in that food but something <laughs> like this happened you know yeah. so, that was exciting. We got to, you know, sightsee a little bit. You had the choice of going to the beach or the choice to go shopping across the street at the mini, the mini mall that was right there, you know. Um, and that was fun because we ran into fucking Lee Da Vinci on the beach. <laughs> so crazy. Shout out to Lee, bro. Yes. She even, even felt like shout out to Akila because she heard his ass. All, we was all the way by the water. I don't know how she saw or heard this man. Uh, she was like, Lee. Uh, like, what? <laughs> and that, that as much Lee. Lee lives in Baltimore in this area. We in this area. And we done both went to Ocean City at the same time. Had no idea. And yeah, Akila's responding yeah. ears was like, and probably eyes was like, that's him. And that actually was, bro. And then he pulled up because of the way the circumstance and the weather happened. He that, pulled up to the open mic, right? <laughs> that part. That yeah. part. Like, for the first time, like, I ain't never been so happy that it was raining, like, rural. <laughs> right. Right. right, right. <laughs> at first, I was sad because we were supposed to have been outside at the uh, pavilion or whatever. We were supposed to have been outside for, for our event. But mm -hmm. we ended up staying inside the cottage or whatever because of the weather. Okay. And I was like, damn, it sucks that it's raining. The entire time I was like, damn, it sucks that it's raining because we should have been outside, but the ground was going to be too wet, whatever, right? And as soon as I'm sitting there getting in my feelings because it's raining, here comes Lee Da Vinci pulling up talking about, oh, I'm here because it's raining. I'm like, you know what? Thank God for the rain. <laughs> <laughs> it's a loop of the rain, right, right. Facts. Facts. Nah, you are exactly right. Everything worked out how, how, how it was supposed to work out. It was like, and, and I literally, it, it, it's so crazy, but so genuine for me to say, like, Every single person I met uh, at the function, it's like whether it's people I'm going to keep up with every day or just like, you know, the next event, I see them and it's love again. But like everybody that you brought out there was dope people. And I feel like so even the whole like the little game and people really getting comfortable. I think everybody had that energy. It's like, oh, yeah, y'all cool. And as you see, you know, we, we you know, we doing, we Vegas with, we not about that, y'all. You know, come to the next one if you want to, you know, hear, like, we're not about to put nobody shit out there, right? So that's kind of like that vibe was there. They're just like, yo, these are other people I can let my hair down with, get comfortable around. It's not really, we're not doing that judgment or any of that. We just all kind of came with our talent and our, you know, good energy and our jokes and showed out. Um, and everybody else came with their erotic poetry. I didn't do that shit. No, I was about to say, in the freestyle space, it's hold up, wait, wait, wait. No, you did drop a bar. Don't try that. Don't That's try that. Bar. You dropped a bar. And then you dropped a bar. You dropped a whole bar. Okay. <laughs> bar, <laughs> so that no, is... like, even, the, even the, the ciphers that we had, like, they weren't, yeah. they weren't playing at no. all in no way, shape, or form. But it was just like, fuck it, we're here. We, we got words. Let's make the word word. <laughs> exactly. You know what I mean? definitely there. The energy was Come definitely there. So it's like, I'm just, I just real quick. You was like, you know, you was like, we ain't really go around and do as much. As we, 
Yeah, I promise you, I don't really feel like too many people felt like that. I And I actually suggest that for you for the next one. Like, how I don't know if you got there and did the whole, you know, well, here's what I have planned, but, you know, everybody's an adult, you know, kind of do. Like, definitely do that. Like, definitely leave free time, you know, for, for whoever, but also, you know, have some in the bag. Like, you know what I mean? Um, that, that worked out just fine. You know what I mean? So I would okay. definitely that that, uh, that, that, you know, theory, uh, that plan. Ashay. I'm here for it. I'm here for it. Like, I definitely, I kind of started trying mapping out the days, and I definitely tried to do it with a lot more room for whatever to happen. Sure. Um, But I definitely wanted to include Atlanta-based, um, I don't know, because I don't want to say tourism stuff, because it's not tourism stuff. Like, let's be honest, we're artists. So us being artists, we don't never really do touristy things. <laughs> but, like, we're going to their most popular open mics. We're going to see artists who specifically used to come up here. Like, um, if you've ever heard of, and I'm pretty sure most of America has by by now anyway, Teresa the Songbird. Mm -hmm. She's going to be actually leading one of our workshops, mm -hmm. um, which is amazing. It's an amazing gift to us because, you know, she's been featured on Bounce TV multiple times on multiple networks including hbo stars and all the stuff like for various shows that she's been featured on and hosted and great things okay um mm -hmm. so she'll be actually hosting a workshop teaching us about performing which i feel like we can definitely benefit off of like she even grammy nom she's been grammy nominated more than once i believe she actually received the grammy last year okay. for her performance um at the bounce award i don't know anyway so we got that going on, okay? Then there's the actual local open mics that's there, like um at the Apache Apache House. I think I'm saying it wrong. Am I saying it wrong? Apache. Apache, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. We're going to them. You feel me? We're going to go see, you know, some of our Atlanta family who was here but moved down there. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. I don't know why Atlanta be taking out people, but they be taking out people. You feel me? My hopes and dreams. Honest to God, it's to also get, I don't know if you heard of this artist named Ashley Yu. She's the singer from Baltimore. When I tell you, as soon as she opens her mouth, you're going to start crying because she sings that fucking great. Okay. okay. You feel me? I'm hoping that we get to uh, stop past her open mic as well because she does host one down there too. Um, but yeah, we got we got some planned uh, things happening. And then we also have the after party that's going to be at the mansion that we're staying at. Um, where the people in Atlanta are going to be able to come to the... By the way, where, where are we staying again? We're staying where? In the yeah. mansion. Okay, all right. You just kind of threw that out casually. Oh, yeah, you know, we'll stay at the mansion. We're going to stay at the mansion. <laughs> you know, something slight. You feel me? You know, jacuzzi pubs and shit. Who, you know, regular right. shit. Some fake shit. You know. Check, check Did you hear that, Carolyn? <laughs> Bedroom mansion. That's all. Right. Okay. You know, <laughs> something regular. 